Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to grab a free copy of my Dance Studio Growth Marketing eBook? Sign up for a free copy today of the ebook 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio by going to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Clary Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. Today, I am coming to you all about overcoming guilt as a dance studio owner. Now, I'm sure like many of you, I'm a part of a heap of different Facebook groups and dance studio owner communities. And something that I see a lot coming through or coming up or questions being asked is about how you deal with guilt about not being at your studio or you know not being constantly working. So basically... To me, that seems like, you know, we're sort of struggling in general with how to manage work-life balance. Now, you know, if you're not dealing with this at the moment, it might be something that you've dealt with at the past and, you know, it might be something that you deal with in the future. So in today's episode, I'm going to touch on um, how to not worry when you aren't there at the studio. Uh, You know, basically why we think parents are going to be concerned we aren't there, kind of just addressing some of the worries we have and um, giving you different strategies about how to prepare for them. You know, often we think about, you know, everything will be fine, but like what happens if something goes wrong? So kind of putting strategies in place to deal with those emotions as they come up. Um, Sadly, a lot of us feel guilty when we are not at the studio, if we're spending time with friends or family or our, our kids or our partners. And then when we are at the studio, we feel guilty for not spending time with our friends and family. Um, also, some of the ways we can feel guilty is sort of not accomplishing what we set out in our day. So if you have a really big to-do list and you only get one thing done or no, nothing done, um, there's a guilt sort of around our ability, I guess, as a business owner or, or entrepreneur. So if you're looking for some strategies to deal with this feeling, um, I encourage you to keep listening. <laughs> So guilt as an entrepreneur or a dance studio owner is something that is super common. And again, it might be in a particular area of the business that you feel guilty, or it could be just in general trying to manage that work-life balance with your family or about being able to take a step away from the studio and worrying or having uh, feeling guilty that you think that parents will be disappointed or people are going to miss you or, you know, there's a host of other feelings that come along with that. So Let's talk about first the sort of the concept of feeling guilty if you are away. So if the studio is, you know, running till nine o'clock at night and you're not there on that particular day, a lot of people deal with this struggle. Now, personally, I don't experience this a lot at the moment, but I definitely did in the past, like about being away. Um, As you guys may know, I'm on maternity leave. Little Goldie's literally sitting in my lap. So if you hear little squawks and 
like noises that's not my, my throat that's goldie um but so i'm really comfortable and confident with that at the moment but it is something that i will really worried about at the start and i'm sure as time goes on it's something that will come up again but um i know from like i said sort of you know engaging in community facebook groups chatting with clients chatting with friends i have in the industry guilt is something that does come up a lot so other than that you know with dealing with that we also have the feeling of constantly needing or feeling like we need to be working or doing something not not being able to sit down and relax watch tv enjoy some time to yourself um and you know or just do enjoy some time off we always feel like there could be something that needs to be done and to be honest there is something that always uh, needs to be done so that's probably why we have those feelings uh, another another thing is about like I mentioned at the start of the show not uh, getting through your to-do list so you know I <laughs> I'm probably guilty of this as well having a really big to-do list and you know being you know having a really sort of positive and uh, good intention for the day like I'm going to get all this done and then feeling super disappointed uh, or let down in myself at the end of the day when I haven't got through that so um, again some strategies we're going to talk about how to deal with those uh, to start off with, I think we need to get savvier about how we chip away at our to-do list. So we need to improve how we manage our own and our, others' expectation about what we can realistically achieve over the course of a day. So depending on the day or you know how you set up your day, you might be teaching for a large portion of it. So it's really not practical as well to then set eight hours of tasks. Or if you're um, at home you know, with your kids or if you're managing another job or study, we really have to kind of actually be realistic with how many hours we have in the day to get that work done. Um, but in general, I guess, I guess I'm addressing the fact that there can be so much guilt involved in running a business and as an entrepreneur in general. And so I want you to ask yourself always, like, what are we gaining from this feeling guilty, like this feeling of feeling guilty? It's really like an awful feeling, uh, but it's something that sometimes we can't help, obviously. So now I just want to briefly touch on some strategies for overcoming this guilt. So my first tip is to set more realistic expectations of what you can actually get done in a day. So again, this could change from day to day or your week could look pretty similar day to day, but whatever uh, you have on that day, sort of figuring out actually how many hours you can get, uh, sorry, you have in a day to get things done and setting realistic tasks around that. Uh, one thing I recommend to do is to have, you know, between one and three things, depending again on the, uh, the what you have available in your day uh, and really making sure that you focus on getting that those one or two or three things done first because we can get I could spend hours in my inbox or I love getting distracted by like Canva and uh, you know jumping in chatting with people on Facebook groups and things like that so really outlining your one to three non-negotiable things that you want to get done that day and then having those lists there and not kind of keeping uh, your list growing and going throughout the day I would recommend again having a little notebook or something that you can uh, write things down as they pop up, like you know, because I then think sometimes we worry that we're going to forget things. So have a spot to put that down, and then again, focusing on what we're going to get done for that day, and then sort of resetting at the end of each day to see what needs to be done the following day. 
my other strategy is to reframe the story you are telling yourself. So I think this is more to do again with the concept of feeling guilty if we aren't at the studio. And often we think, you know, um, parents will notice we're not there. Um, you know, teachers will be missing us. The kids won't know uh, who's teaching them or, you know, people want to see us there every minute of the day. And, you know, while at first it might be a bit of a adjustment, um, I always tell people like, at the end of the day, people care less about us and our businesses than we do, which, you know, it might be a bit of a shock at first, but at the end of the day, it's great. If you can have that work-life balance, go to the studio when you want, you know, definitely show your face around and teach the classes that you want to teach. Or if that's everything, again, if you're a one-person show and you're starting out, you're going to be there all the time. But as you start to grow or as you start to, you know, uh, add to your studio or, you know, you might add to your personal life and with a family or another job, then, you know, slowly moving out or transitioning is, while at first an adjustment, it's something that people really get used to and they don't actually really think about it as much as we do. So really reframing the story, you know, yes, you are awesome. Yes, you are running the studio, but people they, you know, if you have great team members taking other classes and things, they really don't mind that much. And I know sometimes that's a hard thing to get used to, but over time it definitely does. And I encourage you to keep persevering and to kind of put strategies in place to make yourself feel better and also know that your families are safe and secure at the studio and your business is running smoothly. So some more strategies to overcome this guilt is about auditing your productivity. Now, this is probably more to do again with feeling guilty at the end of the day for not completing a certain task or certain tasks and really feeling like you're not getting anything done. So doing a little audit can kind of really see where you're putting your time and energy. Uh, And if you're really, again, like I said at the start, giving yourself enough time to finish the tasks that you anticipate. So, you know, while we might feel like we've got the whole day to do the work, you know, a lot of that's being taken up with customer service calls and, uh, you know, doing other errands or being at home doing chores, then, you know, you're not actually really allocating as much time as you initially thought to actually get the work done. So doing an audit of how you're actually splitting up your day is a great way to actually know how much work you can get done in that time. Within that as well, I would encourage you to recognize your limits and outline how you work best. So that could be either working from a quiet space in your house or at your office at work. It could be at a cafe or on the go. Whatever you need to do to know how you work best or knowing how you work best is how you can really set up your week ahead to reduce that guilt if you're not feeling like you're getting enough done in your day. Another strategy is to be patient with yourself. And I know it's not easy, but you know, over time we get to get better at different stages of being a business owner. (laughs) Ironic. Oh Lord. Let's try that again. I'm quickly interrupting this amazing episode of the podcast to let you know about today's sponsor, which is me and an awesome free download for you. Do you want to grab a free copy of my dance studio marketing ebook? Sign up for a free copy of the ebook, 97 Simple Strategies to Grow Your Dance Studio at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. All of those details will also be in our show notes. So if you're driving or you're working and you don't want to take a break, 
Not to worry, you can find that in our show notes, but just in case you missed it, it's at assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash marketing ebook. So let's jump straight back into the episode. So my next point is about being patient with yourself. And I know that this is not easy, but as we go through different life stages as a business owner, it is really hard to kind of keep expectations of what you used to be or you know we always have really good goals of where we want to be and how productive we want to be but it's not always possible so for instance I'm thinking Mariah my wonderful social media manager and who edits this podcast might have included the last little clip as an outtake but I was the irony of recording a podcast while I'm nursing my little bub because she's just having a bit of an unsettled afternoon and her kind of screaming over the audio while I'm telling myself to be patient is not lost on me and for instance like this is the stage I am in my life at the moment like a couple of months ago I you know well I didn't have a baby so I could never have let that interrupt my workflow but now that's a part of my life so I need to kind of create structure around that or I guess I even create less of a structure to know that some days I'm going to be really productive because you know Goldie will go down really well or you know I'm just we're just having a good day or my mom will come over or you know my husband's mom or whoever so I have a bit more time and then some days all I do is hug her feed her like love on her and that's that's okay too so you know really recognizing where you are at whatever stage of life and that could be uh you know you could be studying at uni whilst building your studio you could be doing another job and it be your side hustle so wherever you are in your journey I want you to be patient with yourself which I understand is not easy but it's something like allowing yourself grace is really really important Now, lastly, if you have a team, I really encourage you to share the responsibility. So sort of creating a hierarchical hierarchical structure in your business so that not everything falls on you and you really don't feel like at the end of the day, everything is up to you. Now, whilst yes, at the, you know, if something was to go wrong, the buck does stuff with you and you generally have to sort it out. There's things that you can do and you can, you can promote people or at least give them extra responsibilities within your team to give them the confidence to be able to step in when you're not around. That could be in the way of a studio manager or a team leader or, you know, a, a shift leader or, you know, it doesn't have to be something that you're paying uh, through the nose for, but, you know, adding a little bit of extra responsibility and it might include, you know, an hour or two extra pay here and there can really help you alleviate that extra stress and guilt that you might feel about running your business or stepping away from your business depending on what life stage you're at. Again, I just want to touch that on the at the end of the day, people really care less about us and our businesses than we do, which sounds really mean, but it's great because that means that we can make the choices that are best for us and not necessarily best for all the people in our business, but we are, you know we we have this one life and it's really an amazing life and you should enjoy every step of the way so if you something's not working for you now i encourage you to look at that and to make changes so that you are leading your best life in a way that is guilt free and that you're really thriving and loving your business so i that is all we have time for today i am going to be recording a different variety of podcasts over the next few weeks until we kind of hit into a special series that i'm about to 
create. Uh, if you haven't already, I encourage you to download our free guide, which is on my website at assembledancestudiocoaching.com. It's a 97 ways to grow your dance studio, which is like a strategy ebook, and there's heaps of practical tips and tricks in there. Sorry, I'm just laughing because you probably hear Goldie, Goldie cooing in the background. Uh, and then other than that, join our Facebook group, which is uh, on Facebook. If you just search for uh, Dance Studio Owners Assemble, then you'll be able to find us, um, I hope. So you j- jump in there and we chat. I do extra behind the scenes content, some live videos and some extra tips and tricks for you. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you're looking for some extra guidance, some coaching, um, I would love to hear from you. That's something that I do all the time. I am not just a podcaster, but also a business coach. And I look forward again to bringing my new signature course out very soon. So more information coming about that in the near future. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.